Hey traders, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. If this is your first time joining me, my name is Akil Stokes. I'm a professional currency trader. I am also a trading coach over at tier1trading.com. The Trading Coach Podcast has been an amazing journey and we've been touching so many new traders out there and I just want to thank you guys for all of the support that you have given. In today's episode, we're going to talk about mindset, fixed mindset versus growth mindset and how to make the change from one to the other. But before we get into things, I need you to do what you always do. You've been doing a great job at this, so keep it up, like it, share it, subscribe if you're new. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about your mindset, the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset, trying to figure out which one you have and how to go about changing that if you're uh, if you're not on the right side of things. But first, uh, I want you guys to do something. Now, I recently put out a podcast, um, it may end up being the previous episode, called the price of trading full time and the feedback has been amazing and what i want you to do is go over to the youtube channel just a kill stokes on youtube and check out the comments that were left underneath this video it is a a pretty decent discussion it, it's really great to hear different viewpoints not only on the subject but we have a few traders that shared how they kind of manage that that balanced and some tactics that they've used as well so i think it's very helpful and and that's what i I wanted to get out of this this podcast just to develop another sense uh another place i should say of community yeah we have our our inner circle our, our tier one trading clients uh where we, we talk trading all day and we talk other stuff as well wealth creation wealth building um entrepreneurship but for you guys that aren't involved with the premier membership i also want to give you guys a place where we can discuss similar topics and Today's topic, I don't know how it stemmed from this, but my mind is always going a million places at once. Today's topic stemmed from a comment left underneath this video. And the comment was left by Chris. He said, um, so I have a question for you, Keel. So it isn't worth it to trade if you don't have capital. Because if you haven't heard the podcast episode yet, essentially what we did was we kind of broke down the cost of what it would really take to trade full time and and really live your 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 wanted lifestyle with trading being your your sole um, revenue source and the question was so it isn't worth trading if i don't have capital right so if i don't have money akil i should quit right now because you're saying it costs this much money to trade full time and well i don't have that and why am i wasting my time and that's probably a, a question that many of you guys have and my answer to that is it's not really a waste of time. You see, here's the thing about money, right? We can always get more money. We've discussed this in previous podcast episodes. I talk about this all the time. The cool thing about money is we can always make it. It really isn't hard to make money. Now, it may be hard for you to drag yourself out of the bed, drag yourself away from your, your video games and your Netflix movies to go to a job that you hate in order to earn a paycheck that will produce you this money. That may be hard, but it's not that hard to make money. Find someone that is hiring, right? Become an employee, work, collect the check. 
Boom. It is it is very simple. Um, and, and to a, a bigger extent, once you become skilled at trading, uh, people will throw money at you as far as investments go. But in general, it's not hard to make money. So that's um, that's never an excuse for for giving up. Um, the hard part is learning the skill of trading. And here's the thing. You can learn the skill of trading with zero to no money. Now, yes, having money does give you a step above the rest, right? If you if you have money, you can buy books. If you have money, you can attend seminars. If you have money, you can pay for your education, right? It, it does make it easier to have money because, uh, you know, I don't want to say you can't. You can certainly learn to trade on your own. Just the path, the the path to becoming a consistent and independent, consistently profitable trader is much easier when you have assistance by books and webinars and coaching, stuff like that. But there's enough content out there. All of the content in trading, right, is out there on the internet, right? You can YouTube search it. You can Google search it. Um, you can illegally download books. I don't, I don't encourage that, um, but you could. Many of you probably do. Um, there's always a way to become educated. So that's never the problem. And that's a topic for another discussion too. So many people make the excuses. Well, you're saying that Unless I get educated, I can't become a good trader. And because I don't have the money to make to become educated, I'll never become a good trader. That is just an excuse. That is just an excuse. But that's a, another rant for another time. The point is, even if you don't have capital right now to produce profit, right, you can work on the skill of trading. And, and the skill of trading takes a long time to master. It masters the wrong word. The skill of trading takes a long time to get good at. I, I would argue that um, you're probably looking at about a two-year learning curve. And the question is, well, if, if you if you work your behind off with an extra job and save for two years, you can probably start funding an account by the time you get good. And if you don't feel like waiting two years, well, you would probably just blow the account that you plan on trading anyway. So you might as well just hold it and wait till you're skilled enough to, to do something positive with it. But the, the question or the comment brought, uh, brought the topic of fixed mindset versus growth mindset into my head because so many people have this fixed mindset that I can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of that. You know, uh, enter whatever excuse you want to make. I'm not smart enough. I'm, you know, I, I don't have the right equipment. I don't have any money. You know, they're all just excuses. And that is something that people with the fixed mindset do. They make excuses. And if you're not familiar with fixed mindset versus kind of the, the growth mindset, here's a here's a, a very remedial explanation of it. Fixed mindset people believe that their qualities or their, their traits are fixed, right? You were born with these specific qualities. You were born with these specific traits. Um, therefore, they will never change. You are what you are, right? It is what it is, right? Um, they... they they most of these people kind of they don't really focus on improving their intelligence. They they focus on kind of just documenting it, documenting it, and then um, they think that the reason they aren't successful again is because they only have this documented sense of intelligence or level of intelligence, and because they can never get any better, they can never achieve what this other person is achieving. People with the growth mindset are the exact opposite, right? They have this underlying belief that. Learning and intelligence is something that can be nurtured and grow um, over time with the proper amount of work, of course, and with also the proper amount of experience, right? 
And when these people do get smarter eventually, right, if they work hard enough at it, um, they understand that their intelligence, um, the, the steps that they have made in their intelligence is directly due to the effort that they've put into earning themselves success. And, and basically, um, you've got to put two and two together. Typically, when we talk about 90% of traders, 90% of people in general stay inside this comfort zone and never venture out. And then 10% are on the outside. They take risk. They bet on themselves and they achieve all their dreams and desires, or at least they're, they're working their way towards it. Um, the fixed mindset people are the, the ones stuck inside that comfort zone. And the growth mindset people are the ones that have ventured outside. And I recently read an article. I'm going to share it with you guys, not the whole thing. But um, the article talked about really how to develop the growth mindset. And it, 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 this is kind of it's kind of funny, right? This is a chicken or egg thing, right? If you have the fixed mindset and you're already fixed and you don't believe that you can ever grow... Is it even possible to change your mindset and go to the growth mindset, especially if it takes work and effort to do that? Um, I think it does because I don't believe in the fixed mindset. I believe just people making excuses. But that's an interesting um, conundrum. Is that the word? I don't know. It's a, it's, that word sounds good. We're going to go with it. Interesting conundrum. But anyway, here are a few steps on how you can develop the growth mindset. I'm going to try and relate it to trading since that is the the underlying topic or investing the underlying topic of these podcasts. And number one was acknowledge and embrace your weaknesses, right? Don't make excuses for why you can't do something. If you are poor at something, don't just push it under the rug and say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm only bad at this because blah, 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 blah. Because by doing that, you're limiting your beliefs. You're, you're right away, you're, you're, you're writing off um, making an excuse for why you're bad at something. And when you do that, you have no intentions of improving that. So one of the first things you can do is acknowledge your weaknesses, understand what you're bad at and make it an effort to work on it. Right. When I got into trading and I tell you guys now, I'm still I'm horrible at fundamental analysis. Right. I do not have a background in fundamentals. Right. I had two economics classes in college. I almost failed out of both of them. That is the extent of my economic knowledge or my fundamental knowledge. And something that I've done uh, over my years of trading is I've worked on it. I've worked on understanding the fundamentals better. And it's taken a lot of time, but and it's still a weakness compared to my other skills in the market. But I've been able to get to a level where at least I have a basic understanding of the ins and outs and what news events mean and, and why they occur and what ripple effect they have and what effect they'll have on the market as well. And that was a weakness. And I, I worked on it very, very slowly. And you can do the same for whatever your weakness is. The second one is view challenges as opportunities. Just don't duck away from challenges, guys. Right. Life is hard. Breaking out of that comfort zone is difficult. Right. But any great reward, right, has a barrier between it. That's what separates the worthy from the non-worthy. So the next time you have a challenge, embrace it as an opportunity. Akil, I'm not good at this. Well, write it on your wall. Make it a goal. I'm going to become good at this, right? That is going to be a, a massive part to developing as a person. And it also will kickstart that, uh, that belief confidence uh, result cycle, belief actions result cycle, excuse me, where the more you believe, the more actions you take, the more right actions you take, the more right actions you take, the more your results start to shift in the way that you wanted it to. So, right. So stop being scared. Get out of that comfort zone. Venture out. Become comfortable 
with being uncomfortable. If you avoid challenges, right, you'll never be provided with opportunities. The third step is going to be know your learning style and use the right learning strategies. This is something that I deal with a lot as a trading coach, and it is very difficult because, you know, I've worked with 10,000 plus traders out there and nobody is the same. Everyone has a different learning style. And when I first got into education, I thought that, hey, the way I learn, the way I teach has to be the say all be all for everyone. And that's just not the case. It can help you be an effective trader. Um, It won't make you an effective coach. So um, throughout my career as a coach, I've had to adapt my trading style or my teaching style, excuse me, in order to handle the different personalities that I'm dealing with. But what's important for you is know how you learn. Are you a hands-on learner, right? Are you someone that needs to be in the trenches? Do you need to be on the charts looking at live opportunities, live examples to learn? Are you good with audio? Can you listen to a a podcast? Uh, Share it with a friend, by the way. Can you listen to a podcast and learn from that? Can you read a book or do you blank out, right? Do you need to write stuff down? Um, Do you need to practice it right away? You know, whatever your learning style is, understand that and make sure you adapt that learning style to whatever you're doing, right? There's no one best way to learn. You know, I I guess, you know, that seems a little bit hypocritical because I did an article talking about how to retain more knowledge and the best way to learn is to teach someone else. But to initially take in that knowledge, we are all going to be a little different. We're all going to have different approaches. And again, what's important is you find what's best for you and then you maximize that. Number four, Remember that the brain has the ability to change throughout life, right? Don't be stuck in a fixed mindset about your brain and how it develops. I'm, I, I can go on for ages about this topic as well. I've, I've done a lot of studies with a, a buddy of mine, Bob Vasile, who runs TEDx, um, about neuropathways, right? Basically how we can mold our brain, the thoughts and the relationships in our brain, they just don't happen, right? A lot of them happen in our development stage when we're younger, but we can create new ones. We can basically tell ourselves how we want to think and how we want to act. Now, it takes deliberate actions to do that. It just doesn't happen. You have to deliberately do something over and over and over again until your brain makes that relationship. But you can certainly train your brain to organize and and reorganize and and really make those connections um, with whatever the subject may be. So don't be stuck in the mindset that, oh, I was raised this way, so therefore I shall only think this way. Take deliberate action and go about fixing it, right? Don't have a, uh, don't have a fixed brain to go along with your fixed mindset, right? Number five, prioritize learning over seeking approval. Don't just do things to get a, a data boy or a pat on the back, right? A lot of people take actions just for the instant gratification. This is the trophy world we live in where it's like, I'm gonna involve myself in a sport because I'll just get a participation trophy. Yay, right? Who cares about your participation trophy, right? This isn't a business where you get taps on the back, right? Don't just do something to seek approval. Do something because you wanna have an end game. You, you want to learn. Who cares what other people think, right? Many of you have been through this as well. When I first started trading, do you know how many people called me crazy? And I'm talking about family members as well. You know how many people shot down my dreams? He's just gambling. He's stupid. He'll quit, right? If I want it, if I needed approval from those people, do you think I would have made it this far? Do you think I would have quit? Yeah. 
I, I, I ventured off in my trading career because it's something that I was passionate about. It's something that I wanted to do. And I can care less what about, uh, you know, what other people think about it. And that's easier said than done, obviously, but, you know, don't seek approval. Because if you think about it like this, if 90% of people are in that comfort zone and only 10% are on the outside, who are you really seeking approval from? Well, the ones that are scared to do what you want to do anyway. You're seeking approval from those with a fixed mindset. And remember, we're working on developing a growth mindset. Number six, focus on the process instead of the end result. Got three words for you. You ready? These are writer downers if you're new. Process over outcome. This is a core philosophy of really my life now. It started off as just in trading, right? We focus on the process of trading, not the, not the end result of the actual trade. But even in life as well, right? Go through, the li go through life the right way. Control what you can control. And it's funny how when you go through, right, uh, through life the right way, you start to see the results, right? that you want to see process over outcome don't get so caught up over the outcome don't think small picture think big picture and develop habits that will earn you long-term success number seven cultivate a sense of purpose this kind of follows up on the last one i just talked about people with uh, the growth mindset they typically are able to look at very very long-term goals and they have a, a much larger sense of purpose in life. I just, I just did a rant on this in the live room today, which is going to end up being a, another podcast. But we, we talked about legacy today. We talked about talking to a trader the other day who asked me, how come I just don't settle? You're successful at trading. Why are you still coaching traders? Why are you still coaching track? Why are you still doing real estate? If I were you, I would just sit back and, and take in my profit. And my purpose is bigger than that. My purpose is bigger than just being comfortable, right? I want to have a legacy. Not only do I want to create generational wealth for my family and put them in a position that was much better than the position I started off with, but I, 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 I want to die with purpose. When I die, I want, to, I want to have people look back. I want to look back on my own life in my deathbed and be satisfied. I did something of value. Right. So it's it's much it's much bigger than just the, the short term goals. Right. And typically those with the growth mindset, they're always thinking of that next thing. They're always thinking of, well, how can I do this better? How can I get to that next level? Right. So find your purpose, find your motivation and keep working towards it. Number eight, choose learning well over learning fast. Don't be in such a rush. Slow down. Right. Slow down some. Long-term goals is going to take a lot of sacrifice. It's going, to a lot of, it's going to take a lot of time, energy, and effort to create that foundation that will be the key to your long-term success. So don't worry so much about instant gratification. Don't worry about trying to take in everything right now. Take it slow. Go about it the right way, and you'll have less steps back in the future. Number nine, reward effort and action not traits. When you're talking to other people, right? Focus on giving compliments about effort, not traits, not results, right? This goes back to the process over outcome. We may not always get the desired outcome, but that doesn't mean that the process is wrong. Order, order, canceled. 
Oh, there you go. You hear my my uh, my trading platform in the background. Let me just mute that real quick. Had a few day trading orders that just got cut off on the rollover. It's five o'clock, but re uh, yeah, um, reward effort and actions over traits, right? Um, just compliment people on on the journey. Compliment people on the process. And that's going to go a big way into helping them change their mindset as well. Number 10, learn to give and receive constructive criticism, right? If you're going to give criticism, and this is something we do a great job of on the platform. Um, when you give criticism, make sure it's, it's in a way that a trader can do something with it, right? Just don't say, hey, Dan, that's a bad trade. Well, how does that help Dan improve? It doesn't. Hey, Dan. Maybe you could have handled that trade a little bit differently. Here's how I'm looking at it. Now, not only does Dan get your opinion, your criticism, but now he's given a potential solution and something that he can look at and potentially learn from later, right? And the same thing with receiving criticism. Trading is a difficult game. Being an entrepreneur is a, is a difficult game because at, at, at some point we become, many of us are very narcissistic in a, at a very low level and ego is an issue. And we have to be able to put our, and we need ego, don't get me wrong, in trading, you need ego because typically you're, you're going left while the rest of the world is going right. And everyone that's going right is letting you know about it. So you need a certain sense of ego to, to be confident. Um, but you can't have your ego be so big that it stops you from taking in criticism. Again, we are always learning, right? We are growing and growing and growing. And part of growing comes from taking criticism from others. Number 11, the need for improvement does not mean failure, right? Just because you may need to work on something, just because you may have taken a step backwards, doesn't necessarily mean that you have failed, right? One of the first things I wrote in my original trading plan was that basically for me, I don't believe in failure, right? And it's not the whole failure is not an option. I only believe that failure comes once you have quit, so failure for me only happens when you have when you have quit for good. When you say I am no longer doing this, I'm done. Right? Everything in between, losing trades, uh, you know, I had to take a, a few months before to kind of psychologically reset, right? All of that isn't failure. That's just an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to improve, right? Um, and that's going to happen. That is normal, right? So just because things don't go your way doesn't mean you failed. You just, you, you've just taken a step back to get a, a better perspective of what's to come. Number 12, reflect on your learning every day. I love this, right? Absorb everything that you do, everything that you learn throughout the day, right? Write it down. I have a, a, a diary that I just started on Medium if you want to go over there and follow me, where I got back into the habit of journaling my trading day. And it isn't for you guys. It is for me. I write down what I learned. I write down what happened during the day. And it just helps me reflect. It helps me kind of kind of look at the highlights of the day and really set myself up for the day to come, right? You just don't want to let the lessons that you learn throughout the day just float away and, and fly away, right? Write them down. Remember them. They are important. You'll never know when you, you come back to them at the end of the week and they become very uh, important points in, in, your, in your learning journey. Number 13, learn from mistakes of others. This is one of the cool things I love about being a transparent trading coach, right? I make mistakes. And when I make mistakes, guess who knows about it? You guys, right? I'm not in the business of just showing you um, 
fascinating equity curves and showing you what my return on investment is and how great I am, that doesn't really help you, right? It just it just shows you that I am good and you are not, right? That's all it does. I believe in transparency. I believe in showing you the reality of trading. And the reality of trading is that I make mistakes. I make uh-ohs. I make oopsies, right? And each time I do that, that is not only a learning experience for myself, it is a learning experience for you. One of the main reasons I think I am a good coach is because I was so bad at trading through the first half of my career that I truly believe I have made each and every mistake that you will go on to make. And you're still going to make mistakes. Don't get it wrong. But hopefully by me telling you and sharing stories with you of when I did dumb stuff, Hopefully that will allow you to jot it down and, and maybe you can avoid doing the same dumb stuff or maybe you'll do the dumb stuff only once instead of being like me and doing it three and four times before realizing that something has to change. Number 14, think of learning as brain training, right? You guys know I'm all into the physical fitness, trying to get rid of this dad bod before baby number two comes. So I'm all about training the mind. I'm all about training the body. I'm all about training the brain, right? Learning is training your brain, right? And you can train your brain to, to act and react a certain way, right? Um, a good example of this in trading is building your reticular activating system, right? Where um, we call it the RAS, where, where certain pattern formations pop out to you, right? That is an exercise. At first, when I show you a double bottom, you may not be able to see a double bottom to save your life. But as you train your brain and you train your eyes and see it hundreds and hundreds of times, eventually, your brain gets trained to recognize it. It pops right out to you. Number 15, cultivate grit, right? You've got to be gritty. And for you guys that don't know what gritty means, gritty is kind of like grind your teeth, put your hands in the dirt and get after it. Do the dirty work. Get your hands dirty. Success is a game of, of clawing through raw walls and climbing up hills and falling down and scraping your knees and, and getting bloody and getting sweaty success earning success is a is a, a a very difficult road and i'll tell you what once you've earned success staying successful is even harder so if you're not willing to to invest the time energy and effort and do the dirty work the work that the other 90 percent aren't willing to do yeah, you're probably going to have a hard time making it. So you've got to be gritty, have an edge, right? Have something to fire you up, hold a grudge. I don't care what it is, but be gritty, have something to keep yourself motivated. Number 16 is never stop learning. Set a new goal for everyone that you accomplish. Uh, I spoke on this a little bit earlier, but um, the growth mindset is, is it's a never ending task. It's very similar to trading. I never believe that I will be a master of trading. I don't think you can master the markets. I think the markets are unmasterable. However, I want to get better and better each and every day. So as I get better at one aspect, right, I start setting a goal for the next thing. And life is the same way. Don't become content, never become comfortable. Once you achieve one goal, start achieving another. It's funny. Um, there's a study done on money and I, I forgot what the, the number was, but I think it's like once you once you reach seventy thousand dollars, 
right? The amount of happiness that you become as you make more money starts to slow down, right? So as you go from like 20,000 to 70,000, right? That you're, you're able to make significant changes in your life. So you get happier, right? Because money does buy happiness. If you say it doesn't, then give me all your money and tell me how happy you are, right? Because money can allow you to do a lot of things. It can allow you to make other people happy. It can allow you to take care of your family. I'm calling BS. I'm calling shenanigans on anyone that, that says money can't buy happiness. It certainly can because it can buy you time and time can buy you happiness in other aspects of your life. But back to the point, after about $70,000 um, a year, the happiness kind of level slows down. And what it becomes after that is it becomes more of a game. It becomes more of a, yeah, I want to make more money. That's good. But what I really want to do is I want to one up myself. Right. So it's not about making more money per se. It's you just want to do better at whatever you're doing. Right. If you're a, a, a car salesman, for example. Right. Um, you know, maybe the difference between selling, you know, after you after you sell about 15 cars a month, Maybe that buys you all the happiness you want, right? You're, you're in a good, you can take care of your family, you're comfortable, right? But now it becomes a game. Okay, I did 15, right? Well, I, wanna, I, wanna, I wanna get 16. I wanna, I wanna get 17. I wanna beat uh, George's streak of 18 a month and whatever it is, that, that's what it becomes, right? So you, you always wanna set more goals and those goals, in my opinion, should never end. The minute those goals end, um, that's the minute you become comfortable. The minute you become comfortable, that's the minute you start going back down the hill of success and you start getting passed by someone else on their way up. Last but not least, number 18, we have made it. Woo. Remember that it takes time to learn. Remember, this is a process. It is a long process. Success doesn't come overnight. I told you in trading, right? At a minimum, it will probably take you about 90 days to learn how to trade. It will probably take you about two years before you really start to feel comfortable with your trading. And for you guys that want the instant gratification, that, that think it comes easy, go do some research on small businesses. Not only look at how many small businesses fail right away, but look at the successful small businesses and look how long it took for them to get going. Look at how they performed in their first couple of years. Look at all of the, the grit they needed to persevere through the hard times to finally make it. People don't see that side of the story. People don't see the bottom half of the iceberg. They only see the top. And the top is the success. The bottom, that's the journey. And that does exist. And it does take time. All right. So thank you guys for uh, allowing me to take what about half an hour of your time for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, there's an easy way to show me. Um, you can leave a comment underneath uh, this video if you're watching it on YouTube, right? The video version of it, which is just the, the background art with me talking. Or of course, when you share this on social media, um, let me know what you think. So instead of just sharing it on Twitter saying, hey, I listened to episode 33 of the Trading Coach podcast, say, hey, Akil, here's what I liked. This was my favorite number. Matter of fact, do that. Let me know what your favorite number was. What number is the one that you personally need to work on in order to make that shift from fixed to growth mindset? Let me know that in a tweet. Let me know on Facebook. Let me know on YouTube. And let's stir up the discussion and uh, continue to grow this community into what I consider the best podcasting community out there as far as uh, trading and investing goes. 
So I hope you guys enjoyed that topic. It is one of my favorites and hopefully you feel a little bit more informed about fixed mindset and growth mindset now that we've taken time to explain it and really work through some steps on making those changes. Don't underestimate the value of mindset, guys. It is everything. If you want your perfect life, you can't just sit back and pray for it and hope for it. You've got to go out there. You've got to get your hands dirty and you got to go get it.